Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. It is David Barnett with the Tour Junkies. I've got my buddy Pat Perry with me, and we have another great player interview uh, that we're really excited about. We, we've actually, you know, we've actually been wanting this guy on the show for a while, and, and it just kind of started happening for us. And uh, he's been gracious enough to give us some time leading up to Riviera this week. So we've got Patton Kazire on the line. Patton, how are you, man? I'm doing good. Yeah. So I know you. I know you had a wedding weekend with with Harris English. I think you were at his wedding. So everything go okay with that? You guys, you guys good? Did he get married? Did she? Did she? Did she stand him up at the altar? Or did she show up? No, everything went pretty smoothly. Uh, it was a beautiful wedding at Ocean Forest, and everybody everybody uh, behaved themselves for the most part. And uh, we sent them off with uh, you know best wishes, and it was it was a blast. Well, good stuff. You know, Patton, we have actually, we've been a fan of yours for a while. Um, in fact, my co-host, Pat Perry, I think he, he had a little man crush on you last year. I'm just going to go ahead and throw him out under the bus. <laughs> he didn't know I was going to do this. But, you know, when oh, you came out of the web.com, when you came out of web.com, we did a web.com preview show. And we basically dug into all the guys coming out of web.com and, and who we really liked going into the year. Obviously, you're a, a web.com player of the year. Um, and, and Pat just, he, he liked you from day one. And then it felt like every episode, you know, we, we go through and pick players that we like at, at all these tournaments. It felt like every episode Pat was, was on Pat and desire. And I don't know if it's like, I think he also has a little name envy because you know, you, you're Patton and he's just Patrick. So he's kind of boring and, and old fashioned and you're like Patton, which is a cool, like general fucking Patton, you know, it's just kind of a cool <laughs> name. Yeah. And so I don't know if it's name envy and like the fact that, you know, you're just like good at golf and he's not, but he was always on you. So, you know, uh, I, first of all, that makes you feel awkward. And second of all, um, do you, do you get that a lot? Do you have grown ass men who are, are really affectionate towards you? Well, uh, I appreciate the, the belief and the, and the, uh, encouragement. Uh, I have as many people call me Pat. As I do, call me Patton. Oh, so there must be something there, yeah. Because when I, huh. I introduce myself as Patton, and they're like, "Oh, hey, nice to meet you, Pat." So there might be something in the name. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it was a good year on the Web. dot com tour, and uh, had a lot of momentum. So I, I appreciate uh, him picking me all the time. Well, yeah, and you had a great well, year last year. Twenty twenty seven events, twenty cuts, seven top twenty fives, and five top tens. I'd say that's pretty good. What are you gonna say, Pat? Oh, I was just gonna say it paid off, you know. I mean, yeah, it did. I had, I had no clue that you were gonna go into that whole kind of tirade, yeah. but okay. <laughs> uh, 
Patton, would you be mad if Pat changed his name and started going by Patton? Uh, that that's uh, that's crossing the line. That's that's getting awkward there. <laughs> okay, no, you don't have to worry about that. That's that's what we want is honesty. Um, also, thanks for thanks for the the you know the nice birdie streak a couple weeks ago to make the cut. I think that was at Waste Management, right? Was it Waste Management? Yeah, that was uh, in Phoenix. So that, that was uh, that was pretty sweet. My caddy told me I looked like I could have. Uh, you know, body slammed the gorilla after I made that putt on the last hole to, that, to make the cut. Was, so I was pumped. It was pretty clutch. And 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 we won a bet that week as a result. So we made fourteen dollars off of having to sell some poor staff a T-shirt. So we really appreciate that as well. That was a big deal. Yeah. Um, making all but, making all the big bucks. That's right. <laughs> that's right. All right, man. Um, well, let's get into this. So we know that you love Riviera, and that's what we're that's what we're heading to this week for the Genesis Open. Tell us, what do you like about that course, and what do you think it takes to play well at Riviera? I like it because it's a country club-style golf course, um, and I grew up playing in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Indian Hills Country Club, and that's just uh, pretty much the epitome of a, a, a country club style. And to have the California country club style is uh, just something new to me, being from the South. And uh, when I got out here, I fell in love with it. It's uh, it's not very long, but it's uh, it rewards good iron play and and getting in the fairway, which you don't always have to hit a driver. Um, so it, it's a strategy style course, and it's just it's beautiful. Now, I've heard I've read a few different opinions on Riviera as far as the fairway. So, you know, you got people that talk about how the fairways are tough to hit. Uh, that it's critical to be in the fairway so that you can you can approach these small greens. But then I've also seen some people say, well, the rough really isn't that penal. So if you get in the rough, as long as you're kind of on the right side of it, you're okay. Do you do you agree with that, or, or what what do you kind yeah. of think about? Yeah. yeah, you can you can play from from the rough, but the angles are are pretty important, especially if uh, the greens are pretty firm. Uh, looks like we're gonna get a little rain this weekend, so. Um, the the bombing gouge might might work, but uh, controlling your ball out here is is, uh, is key. It's uh, you, you have to play the. Uh, it seems like the shorter the hole is, the harder it is. You you gotta you gotta right. kind of strategize and and execute shots on the short holes. Uh, number ten is is a good example. Yeah, short par four, right? That that you would think is just drivable, and everybody's gonna kill it but it's a tough little hole yeah it's uh that's one of my favorite holes on tour it's just uh <laughs> you have to hit a hit a great tee ball um and if you don't it's, it's uh <laughs> you have to throw the playbook out the window and then just try to figure yeah. out how to get it in the hole um yeah or i mean sometimes you'll hit it within 20 30 feet of the hole but you're uh you're staring a five right in the face yeah well that that's that's pretty normal for us Pat. i don't know um, i guess for you, i guess for you guys uh so would you compare what other courses on tour would you compare riviera to do you think there's anything else like it uh gosh we play so many it's hard to run through them but uh i mean not Nothing really it's, uh, yeah n- no i mean you know we play a lot of big courses uh yeah guys are hitting it so far but uh riviera kind of all different styles of play into, you know, into the tournament, and uh, it's I think that's why everybody loves it. 
uh, it's just a really, really cool course. What's the deal with Poana Green, Patton? So, like, and and help us out because we're you know we're golf nuts, so we do fantasy golf and golf betting and that kind of thing. And we might get a little too bogged down in statistics and debates on you know who plays better on green these green surfaces and blah blah blah. And I'm sure there's something to some of that, but we probably also tend to overweight it. But what do you think? So Poana, we know, can get kind of bumpy in the afternoon. It's a little unpredictable. Are they really that terrible, or, or are they really all that different than the other surfaces you guys see? And, and do you think that Poana neutralizes good putters? Uh, Poana is real. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it is what they say it is. It, it can get really bumpy. Um, I wouldn't say that it takes good putters out of it because you look at, you know, Brant Snedeker doing so at, at Torrey and, and Pebble. And uh, obviously, you see who won this, this past week at Pebble. Uh, Jordan Steve's one yeah. of the best putters on tour. So I wouldn't say that it takes good putters out of it. It just uh, it challenges you. You know, you have to, you have to be mentally tough, uh, except in missed putts. But, uh, you know, some, some putt is better than others. Uh, it's it's weird. I don't I don't really know a whole lot about Poana or what makes it good or or uh, makes it tough. I, I think I think the moisture in the grass has a lot to do with it and, and the time of the day. So um, yeah. it's it's a uh, it's a challenge. I mean, I I feel like I've putted well on all surfaces, so I don't uh, I don't really count myself out on different types of greens, but some people might. Patton, what are your uh, what are some of your other favorite tracks on tour? I really like uh, next week. The Honda is uh, is one of my favorites, uh, maybe because I got through the Web Finals there at, at uh, the Bear Trap, so that, that's one of my favorites. Um, Phoenix, just the the whole the whole deal is is uh, fun to me. It kind of desensitizes you uh, yeah. from. From uh, heckling and uh, and distraction, so I I really enjoyed that one uh, last last tournament. Um, I have to say, Sea Island, uh, Sea Island being being my home, uh, that's one of my favorites. Uh, I guess the the Masters were my favorites, even though I've never played in it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, getting to I guess uh, that's uh, winning the Masters is a dream of mine. So obviously that would be be a favorite of, of among uh, all my peers. Have you gotten to play out at the National? But I know you said you, know, you haven't played in the tournament yet, but did you get to play it at all in college or, or whenever? No, I've, I've never played it. I don't blame that on uh, Lee Knott. He hadn't, hadn't taken me to play. Oh. Um, <laughs> I've, be, I've, been, uh, I've been to the Masters uh, growing up with my dad, so uh, I've always I, I fell in love with it as a kid. And uh, looking forward to getting out there and, and trying it myself. You know, Lee actually Lee Knox just followed us recently on Twitter, so maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll hear that and get you out there. I'll make <laughs> sure he hears it. <laughs> so, David and I, you know, a lot of most weeks we talk, you know, course history versus recent form. So, a strong course history. Um, you know, versus, you know, guys that are just going into a tournament playing well, you know, what do you think is more important of the two on, on any given, given week? Uh, 
it's hard to wait one more than the other. Uh, playing well is, is obviously uh, gives you momentum, um, but but good memories give you gives you uh, the confidence to kind of go in, even if you even if you haven't had good form. Uh, if you have good memories on the course, you know, that's, that's huge. Uh, it's hard to wait wait one more than the other, really. But uh, good form, I, I like being good form uh, more than more than have good good memory. Yeah, I think we've actually in our pick so far this year. It seems like you know, course history hasn't played quite as much of a factor. Recent form is is hit more than 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 course history, but. Um, yeah. you know, David, David mentioned earlier that we kind of previewed, um, not this year's web.com grads, but the year before, but go through, you know, just some of the 2016 web.com guys, you know, that are, that are now full-time on tour. Who are, who are a couple you think that can win this year and why? So you're talking about the guys that, uh, graduated the year after me. The, the yeah. The year after you. Yep. Uh, well, the recent form guys are uh, the JJ Spawn and CP Pan, those kind of guys. Uh, I don't know them very well, but uh, they're really good. Uh, my good buddies, uh, Trey Mullinax and uh, and JT Poston and uh, Bobby White and Rick Lamb, those guys all live in St. Simons with me. But uh, you know, Trey's got got really big game. Um, I, I expect a lot out of him and and JT as well and. Uh, I'm. I know uh, Bobby and Rick will. Uh, Rick had a decent week. He was uh, playing pretty well in, at Pebble. Um, mm-hmm. So he, he's got a lot of game, and and uh, Bobby White obviously is uh, one of the best talents coming out of the state of Alabama in forever. Uh, so he's he's got a lot of game. I uh, I wouldn't if I were a uh, fantasy golf player, I wouldn't give up on him too soon. Well, you know. And we have used him some, and and do like him outside of you. Uh, you, you I, I wouldn't sell yourself short. You're you're the you're the top player out of Alabama in a long time. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I didn't shoot 57 in the the state junior like he did. So uh, <laughs> well, he's, got, he's got me there. Well, you mentioned fantasy, and I'll ask. Uh, this will be my last question. Then we'll have some more uh, lighter, lighthearted questions. But you right. know, are you a fantasy? Are you a fantasy football? Uh, fan or fantasy sports fan and um you know do you do you hear of other tour players talking about like DraftKings golf and fantasy golf we don't uh we don't really play fantasy golf we uh we're huge fantasy football players for sure um there's there's league uh amongst some of the players and and uh and caddies and managers and everything we're all playing fantasy football uh pretty diehard so uh my the uh my agent Mac Barnhart says uh he plays fantasy golf every day. It's, it's uh very he says it's not fantasy, it's uh it's real fantasy. So uh he <laughs> we uh we stay away from the fantasy golf. Yeah, well I, I can imagine, but do you ever hear any 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 gallery out there yelling at you, uh, you know, that you're on their DraftKings team or, or anything like that? We've heard that from some players before. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially in in Phoenix, where they uh, everybody feels like they want to be heard. Uh, <laughs> that I, I I heard that uh, about every other hole. Hey, I got you in fantasy. Make a birdie. Come on, man. You got this. So it was. Uh, <laughs> it's it's funny. You just laugh and 
And I mean, if you make a birdie, you kind of feel good about uh, helping the guy out. Yeah. Well, what do you think as far as the impact on the game? I mean, would you say, you know, DraftKings or Fantasy Golf has a positive or, or a negative impact? I think positive for sure. Uh, I think uh, getting more people involved and uh, people following the, the game and, and uh, you know, following individual players. I think that's, uh, you know, a cool, uh, uh, you know, a really cool format to be able to pull for certain guys. And, um, you know, I think it's, it's helping out the game, helping grow the game for sure. Well, by the way, Patton, um, we – you know, we definitely endorse people playing fantasy golf to, to, to learn more about the players and to learn more about the events and the tournaments, but we do not endorse people heckling you for playing poorly. So if you ever have those guys out there, just tell them to shut up and go somewhere. So Yeah, um, yeah you, it, it's, you get it's not that, that big a deal. You get that sometimes. No, you get that sometimes. But uh, my, yeah, we don't, we my, don't caddy, like that guy. my caddy, Joe Edder, says uh, every shot makes somebody happy. That's right. That's true. All right, Patton. Well, uh, so here's what we're going to do, man. We, we actually want to try something new on you. Are you up for that right now? All new Ellen, mother-daughter duo Kate Hudson and Goldie Hawn, plus the new Bachelor, Colton Underwood. If all goes well, then I'm going to go back to his fantasy suite. Ellen, today at 3 on NBC4. up with us 4 to 7 a.m on nbc4 working for you i'm up okay you're up for it all right we we want to have a new segment and we want to call this segment is going to be called the native area presented by pga tour shot tracker okay and for legal reasons it is not actually presented by pga tour shot tracker but um, for all of our fans you know we we know that a lot of fans track the game with shot tracker and you know, there's nothing worse than than seeing your player, you know, shot one off the tee is in the native area, you know. Um, yeah. So the native area could be this, you know, this place where you're not really sure what's going to happen, right? Like, you don't know until you get to your ball. It could be okay. It could not be okay. You could be blocked out. You could be, like, knee-deep in a cactus somewhere. So um, this segment is going to be called the native area, and really uh, it's just a clever name for, like, a – like a random question lightning round kind of thing. So we're just going to ask you right. quick questions and just come come at us with, like, the first thing that comes to mind, um, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. How's that sound? Sounds good. All right, here we go. Name three things that you hate. Bogeys, uh, delayed flights, and the volunteers telling you that we got it, but you're not going to like it. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you for that, sir. That's perfect native area question. Or, you know, that is. Like that it. is. Um, all right. So you're still considered a newlywed to your to your bride, Terry, who, by the way, shout out to her for going to UGA. So, Pat, and you're talking to two Georgia Bulldogs right here. Um, now, Pat, Pat actually went to Georgia because – he grew up privileged, and I had to go to a smaller public school, uh, a community <laughs> college. So, um, but your wife graduated from Georgia, which is fantastic. Uh, but Pat and I are both married. I've been married uh, coming up on 10 years. Pat has actually been so good at being married, he's done it twice. So we all know that when <laughs> you're married, you get in dumb fights. What's the dumbest fight you've ever been in since you've been married? 
Oh gosh. Uh, I'd say probably, uh, forgetting something at the grocery store coming back and, uh, and, you know, it's something, you know, she had a long day at work and, and I get, get home and don't have the right groceries and, you know, shit hits the fan for no, for no reason. <laughs> the wrong brand of something. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. 2%. Right. 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 Um, okay. So we've, You've taken thousands of dollars from Willie Wilcox in your career. What do you have against Willie Wilcox? <laughs> oh man, uh, I don't have any but anything against Willie Wilcox. <laughs> I just like his money. <laughs> well, he, he told us. He told us a couple things. He told us one um, that that famously uh, Patton Kazire cannot pull the club back unless he's got something riding on it. Number one, which we love that. <laughs> Uh, and number two, uh, he said, yeah, man, uh, thanks to Patton, I-, I got like a $1 scholarship at Auburn because he took all the scholarship dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you're making me feel bad for that. Uh, uh, Will, Will and I have known each other for a long time and uh, have have competed for a long time. He's uh, he's a great dude. Uh, some people might misunderstand him, but he's, uh, he's awesome. I know he and his family real well. And, uh, I do love his money. Hey, I can't blame you there. Um, all right. What's speaking of college? What's it like having two college mascots? Is that confusing? Oh gosh, I have to explain to everybody. Uh, you, you say War Eagle and uh, and we're the Tigers. So uh, it's people ask me that all the time, and I always come back with, well, "What are y'all? The elephant or, or the Crimson Tide?" I mean, I, I don't know. I get that too. Maybe it's an Alabama thing. Listen, we're just the dogs, yeah. man. Like I, I don't understand. I, I think I think actually you just made it more confusing when you say you say you well, are eagle, but you're actually a tiger. Yeah, I can clarify yeah. though. I mean, I think you know I have a twin brother who David calls Pat 2.0, who went to Auburn, and he said the way he explains it is the tigers are the mascot and War Eagle is the battle cry. That's what he says. Exactly. Okay, the, but uh, an eagle. And Eagle flew over uh, one of our games uh, back in the day, and uh, somebody just yelled. It was during the war, uh, and uh, an Eagle flew over our stadium, and they yelled "War Eagle," and uh, it sucked. So, uh, I like War Eagle more than uh, Go Tigers. Well, you know, you can say that your tiger tigers are your mascot, but you only have one animal at your game. You don't have a tiger on the field. You have an eagle. And I remember when your eagle flew into the glass skybox before a game. Do you remember that? Yeah, I was there. The uh, <laughs> Were you there? he uh, he flew into the to the skybox window, and it, you could see the window shaking, and then you see the <laughs> eagle fall like four or five feet, and then just kind of get back into the you know back flapping, and uh, the, it was kind of a scary moment. Yeah, we're just trying to give you a hard time, man. For for being an Auburn fan. A little SEC ribbon. We do that with every... We got to. Yeah, Um, that's just too easy. All right, what's your dream threesome? I would say my dad, Payne Stewart, and Arm Palmer. (laughs) Okay, good. You didn't didn't miss a beat on that question. Because I asked you to threesome. Now I was including me as the fourth, so I was trying to figure out if okay, you yeah. Okay, okay, but but I'll play with your dad and and 
the, the late Saint Stewart or or Arnie. I'd do that. Um, but okay. you you just moved right on. That was good. You're you're um you're a skilled interviewer, interviewee. Um, that's good. I'm trying. All right. As a Sea Island boy from Montgomery, Alabama, we know you love hip hop. Who's your favorite rapper? Lil Wayne. Oh, he's awesome. Uh, that, all night that, like a all night like a poach light. That's my favorite Lil Wayne line. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh I don't know, he's that's just uh he was he was uh, in his prime when I was in high school and college, so uh that was that was my time to you know. You get into my you get into my hip hop. He fired that off pretty quick. He he must be a favorite. That's good. All right. Um, last one for me, and then I'm gonna let Pat ask if you were done. What was your response right. when Joe told you to follow us? I just felt like that was really easy. Like I, we're we're messaging Joe, and I'm like, hey, we'd love to have Pat on. Or actually, I asked Joe to come on. He didn't want to come on. Uh, so I was like, we'd love to have Pat on. He's like, all right, he's sitting by me. I'll ask him. And then next thing I know, you follow. Like, do you just do anything Joe tells you to do on and off the court? Pretty much, uh, he his uh, his motto is ABC: always be caddying. Um, always be caddying. Nah, Joe's Joe's great, and uh, he had he had good things to say about you guys, and uh, so I just I rolled with it. He says uh, you just got to let go and let Joe. Let go and let Joe. We love <laughs> we love it. See, Joe, Joe yeah. seems like a great interview, man. We we'd like to get Joe out of his shell one of these days, but we appreciate it. He's, All right, Pat, hit him with hilarious. the rest of it. All right. Spell, Kira Deck, Affy Barnrat. Go. Uh, uh, K-I-R-A-D-E-C-H-A-P-I-D-A-R-N-R-A-C. You are close. You oh, missed an H. There's an H. There's, a, there's an I H knew, in there. I knew there was an, I knew there was an H. I, I couldn't, I couldn't play. We, uh, we feel like, we feel like is it Kendrick. Yes. Yes. Is it yeah. Yeah. One day we're going to have him on the show. He's, he's kind of like a kindred spirit for the tour junkies. Um, all right. Favorite funny movie and go to quote. Uh, old school, uh, when he says, uh, dude, you got a dart in your neck. You're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> You're crazy, man. You're crazy, man. Uh, but I like <laughs> Dave is a huge Will Ferrell fan, so he, he, he uh, liked that answer. All right, yeah. most embarrassing app on your phone. Man, I thought to look at that. Embarrassing? Embarrassing you know, like app. something, something that you like wouldn't tell your uh, your buddies. Probably crazy helium boost. I uh, like to uh, make crazy videos and send my buddies sounding like a squirrel or a or a bear. That is. I haven't heard of that. Yeah. Well, at least it wasn't Pokemon or something like that. <laughs> nah, I'm I'm out on Pokemon. All right, you got 15 seconds. Name all members of the Sea Island Mafia. Mac Barnhart, Jimmy Johnson, Jeremy Elliott, Davis Love, Zach Johnson, Harrison, Hudson uh, Spofford, Brian Harmon, uh, <laughs> Ben Cole, uh, Bobby White. Ah. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> 
there's just so many of them. You can't name them. There's all. too many of them. You can't name them. Matt Cooter. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, that's, you, you can't you can't name one per second. I mean, and we got about twenty. <laughs> so. Well, does Kiz count? I mean, Kiz was down there for a while, wasn't he? While he was redoing his yeah, house, he, he could be an honorary member. Yeah, Kiz. Uh, Kiz goes goes up every once in a while trying to take my money, and uh, you know, I always, always enjoy the the banter with Kiz. He really likes he likes confidence, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He just needs a little bit more. <laughs> All right. Do you have a tattoo? And if you don't, but we're able to get one, what would it be and where? <laughs> I don't have a tattoo. Uh, a tramp stamp, the island mafia yeah, on the right. Yeah, it definitely it definitely would not be like an old girlfriend, uh, you know, initials or anything like that. I'll yeah, tell you, I'll, I'll, I I'll just tell like you what that. it wouldn't be. Where would it go? It uh, All right, what? I I can tell you where it wouldn't be and what it wouldn't say. I, I don't really know where. <laughs> you know, if I were to get one, it'd be on my arm somewhere. But uh, if I were to not get one, it would be uh, you know, my my name across my back, like a like a jersey. <laughs> All right, last one, then I'll let David wrap us up. But what tour player would you be most likely uh, to listen to in the native area on the TJ podcast? Hmm. Uh, Harold Varner's uh, pretty entertaining. Uh, you said that I would listen to? Yes, you yeah, would listen yeah. to. Uh. You know, Harold Warner or uh, Keith Mitchell's pretty. He's he's on the Web dot com tour. He's pretty entertaining. Um, it's, there's so many characters. You know, Colt Nost or uh, there's so many characters on tour that it's hard to say. Well, we uh, we need to try to make some of those happen, Patton. So, what do you think about our new concept of the native area? Was it okay? Was it was it good? I like that. I like that. Okay. You know, I didn't know. I didn't know what uh, what kind of lie I was going to get. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know where yeah. it, where it was going to be. But I mean, is that better than just being asked the same questions all the time? I do like that. That's uh, yeah. okay. I like so to hit it in the it? fair. I like to hit it in the fairway, but I like uh, I like the questions from the native area for sure. There you go. There you go. Well, we'll uh, we'll we'll probably keep this then, and we'll um, you know maybe we'll see if we can get some of those other guys on. Um, All right. We appreciate you appreciate you being on the Tour Junkies podcast, man, and and wish you a ton of luck this season. And uh, Riviera will be pulling for you. And listen, we're we're our hometown, home base in Augusta, Georgia, man. We'd love to see you at the Masters. It'd be a lot of fun. Um, we'll, we'll be out there um, this April for sure. So hopefully you can you can button that, button that up and um, you know, make it an every year occurrence. How about that? Yeah. I need to uh, buckle the chin strap and uh, and get there this year. For um, that's uh, that's a goal of mine. Well, all right, man. We appreciate it. Thanks again for being on the Tour Junkies podcast. Um, and uh, go dogs. Yeah, War Eagle. <laughs>